You came alone. We want our duck back. We want our duck back. We're live. We're on. How's it going, RSL Nation? What's happening, RSL Nation? Your co-hosts Adele and the Baker back with another Scarf Life podcast right after the LA Galaxy visitation rights have expired. What a match. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, six to two. A half dozen goals on the LA Galaxy. How you feeling, Baker? I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, first MLS team to score six or more goals in back-to-back games. Oh, I didn't know that. Is yeah, that a fact? That is a fact. Uh, 12 it, goals in two games. 12 goals in two games is not a bad way to fix your uh, goal differential. We're sitting at a plus three or four right now, I think. Um, we keep this up, we'll lose track. Yeah, seriously, it, it was a fantastic fantastic match rso i think they did exactly what they had to do to get all three points um they exploited a la galaxy defense that was weak to begin with and then just piled it on when they had it on when they had to and um and they covered they you know had two or three guys on a on a dude named Zlatan Ibrahimovic basically at all times. Zlatan what? Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, no. All kidding aside, it's it's the guy still. I, you you said this earlier when we were watching the game. It's the guy gets to those balls, and you know maybe his finishing was off tonight. Maybe Glad was on him like a fly on poo, um, but he didn't get to finish them. He and made then, him bleed. He made him bleed. We made Zlatan bleed his own blood. <laughs> Nobody makes Zlatan bleed his own blood. We made Zlatan bleed his own blood. Uh, no, it was a fan- fantastic three points, fantastic six goals. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't worried after the first 30 seconds. Um, but, yeah. that was. I think that was the most impressive part of the whole thing. We showed up to the right. We were all riled up. By the way, RSL Nation, very proud moments. That was the fullest riot I've ever seen at the kickoff of the game. Absolutely. I know they were talking about record crowds, sellouts. But you know what? A record crowd is like an extra 100 people. In a sea of 20,000 people, it goes unnoticed, right? But what was really cool is uh, the famous uh, MST, uh, Mormon Standard Time that we mm-hmm. call, which means you're always late 20 minutes to the game. I was looking around at kickoff, and sure, there were a few empty seats on the uh, on the west side of the stadium. There always are. Right. But, man, that was the fullest ride I've seen at, at kickoff in a long time. I think the last time this happened, and I, I apologize, I'm losing my voice here because we were chanting all night. But last time this happened, the team told us the wrong kickoff time. I think they were saying it was like an 8 o'clock kickoff oh, or 7.30 kickoff time, but it was actually 8. Uh, so everyone got there at seven forty-five, as we always do. Showing up on time, it does wonderful <laughs> things. Apparently, <laughs> wonderful things. And man, thirty seconds in, that golasso and this game. I mean, I, I feel almost a little jealous of any objective observers of this game, right? So the crowd was nuts. There was a duck. We'll get to that later. And within thirty seconds, there is a goal, a golasso, an absolutely beautiful goal, well taken. And then that's followed by like five other golazos throughout the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, you you got to give Dos Santos light credit there. He he tags that first time, buries it in the corner. Ramondo was never going to get to that. Um, 
I, I've actually got got a bit of bit of beef with our uh, left hand defense on that one. Um, Are you gonna go on another Herrera? I'm not gonna complaint? go on a Herrera complaint, but it, it that that was definitely his mark in my opinion. Um, and yeah, he just tags it first time and 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 buries it, and there is absolutely nothing anyone can do about that. I died a little bit inside. I'm not gonna lie. I thought. This here is, we go again. This is not going to be a good good game if if that was the first minute. Um, once again, when I am wrong, it turns out to be good for the club. So I love being wrong, but the team rallied. Abarushnak brings us back off of a beautiful, beautiful goal of his own uh, to tie it up at one one, and then from there on out, it was the RSL show. Uh, got the lead and never quite gave it up. And it was beautiful. What I thought was really cool is I think RSL of the past, the old RSL, gets that 3-2 or 3-1 lead and just backs off, right? But, man, they just kept pushing and pushing and pushing, and I thought they could have scored even more. Um, Rushniak, I mean, look, we we can have a goal of the week competition from just this game. Absolutely, yeah. It, it's it's uh, between the, the LA Galaxy goal and the multiple RSL goals that absolutely deserve to make Gold Week. Um, a, a, if I was a casual fan and I am watching this game as like a third-party observer, I got my money's worth. Um, you know, let's let's embrace the fact that there was there, there were quite a few people at the stadium tonight to watch the Zlatan Ibrahimovic show. Oh, yeah. Um, we met people from Boise, Idaho. We met people from Boise, Idaho that drove down to watch Zlatan Ibrahimovic play. That absolutely happened at the stadium. Um, I hope that they look at this and say, whoa, I got to watch more RSL games. Well, I know at least one other person who went to one of these games before and then ended up buying season tickets by the end of that game. Yeah, you're looking at them right here. I, I will never forget my first match. I think it was like 5-1 us. Bought season tickets the very next day, and then you start thinking, "Oh my God, it's going to be like this all the time." This and it beautiful. was, it was for a while. It, those were the the salad years, uh, but you know, all the good things must come to an end, and here we are trying to rebuild them. So let's do one uh, one more mention of Zlatan Ibrahimovic, because just because we have to, um, he didn't do much tonight. But as I was saying earlier, man, you can see the quality. The guy's good. You can see them getting to the balls. You can see that and. But what I also noticed, and I think this is just part of the hitman mentality he has, he didn't seem to care a whole lot. He didn't look to be too upset about much. I was really proud of Justin Glad because it looked like he got in his face a couple of times. Um, he had a couple of chances, got to some balls that I think most other forwards would not have gotten to. Especially um, in this league, absolutely. Especially in this league, and especially, you know. But at the end of the day, man, one huge save by Romando. He doesn't make that big save in the first half when Zlatan is one-on-one -on -one with him. Who knows where that goes? Right. Sure, it might have been called off for offside because it looked offside, at least from where we were standing in Section 35. But that changes the entire mentality of the game. Any last words on Zlatan before we get to our boys? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Zlatan got romando <laughs> It's... It, it, it's that called, simple. Last time I said I'm predicting Romando saves his Latam penalty. Wasn't quite a penalty, but almost. Um, no, it, it's the quality is still absolutely there. It, it's I would be lying if I said I wasn't excited all day about watch about getting to watch Latam play. It was an absolute privilege. I think that there is still an abundance of talent there. You you can I mean 
he was making some passes to to his teammates that you could tell he was multiple steps ahead. Um, it, it, I'm obviously glad that he wasn't effective tonight because if he is effective, that becomes a dangerous LA side. He was effective last time he played. Absolutely, us, that he didn't was work out for us. He was extremely effective last time he played us, and, and we ended up walking away with zero points that match. Um, no, it was it was great to see him. It's here's a dude I've you know watched for the last ten years at multiple clubs, winning multiple trophies. Um, one of the most quotable soccer players that have that has ever played the game. If for nothing better else, or worse. for better or worse, absolutely. Um, it, well, now yeah. he's now he's sitting in the eighth place in the west looking up at the likes of us and vancouver and portland so absolutely it's welcome it's, to the league zlatan. We, we had a world cup without zlatan and i am sure we will have a mls uh western conference final without zlatan now yes we will all right let's get back to the good guys the good boys one guy that really impressed me that there's obviously damir Pratt. yeah i mean i mean is that number nine experiment starting to work in your opinion or so, do we just get lucky today so i don't and I and I said this to you at the match. I don't want this to say, okay, Demir's our new number nine because he is not. Um, I think it took Demir uh, a few matches to be comfortable at midfield, yeah. and he got comfortable at midfield, and he and he owned it. I think it has taken Demir a few matches to get comfortable being a number nine, and now he owns it. I believe that Demir's talent at number nine is somewhere between those first couple of matches where, where he couldn't get a touch right and tonight where he is just putting them away and getting a hat trick. His actual talent at number nine is somewhere in the middle. I think he's serviceable. I think in a pinch you can throw him in there and I think he can be dangerous. He can't be the guy. He, he can't Long be he can't least. be the answer next year. I don't even think he can be the answer for the rest of this year. I think he'll have to be the answer. I, I, I think, year. unfortunately, you are right. right. And, and and I think that goes back to the front office and just a total, total fail on their part for the, the summer transfer window. And we can get into that in its own right. But uh, Demir has made that role his own, but it is not because he is necessarily a good, great fit there. It is because he is the best fit available. He's a necessary let's, fit. Let's never confuse those two. I agree with you. I agree with you. I really hope we don't get comfortable with him, but I hope he gets comfortable with him. Right. That being said, three goals is on the Scoffat. It was an 11-man galaxy. Yes, their defense is patchy at best, uh, but it is one of the most expensive midfields in the league. And I actually read somewhere that might be the most expensive uh, defense in the in the league. Uh, I misspoke earlier. I said midfield when I meant to say defense. Um, and he managed to put three away. And and maybe that speaks more to the service of balls he is getting in. Um, oh, he had a couple of beauties. He though. had a couple. He he absolutely earned all three goals, and I never want to take that away. But uh, I, you know, if I if I have to give credit to to the 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 score line tonight, it has got to go to Jefferson uh, Severino. God, what a game by him! I, I mean, the kid is is. Firing on on all cylinders, I would be I would be shocked if he doesn't make uh, MLS Team of the Week again, and I would also be shocked if he doesn't actually get the uh, the Audi uh, Player Spotlight or whatever they call it. Um, I mean, just he he was running them ragged on, on that back line. Um, it, it didn't seem like there was anything they could do to stop him, and uh, he. he I don't want to have a man of the match because I, I would prefer to have a mallard of the match for tonight. And it obviously goes to the duck. Uh, but right after the duck, I am giving my mallard of the match to Jefferson Sabrina. 
So, Savarino, before we get to the Ducks, still, if you may, uh, what do we have? A, a goal and two assists, I think, tonight. I do know he cleaned up on the fantasy sports because I played him. Or, yeah, I, 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 I committed a cardinal sin, which is play the, your own guys in fantasy. Hey, and find something you love, let it kill you. He had one of the greatest um, um, numbers I've ever seen on there. Total shots, team versus team. We had 22 shots, 11 of those on target, 7 off target, and 4 blocked. Um, so, but Savarino, man, he was a firecracker out there. He just, he, he, it seemed like, like the, the, uh, what's that battery? Energizer uh, bunny. The, the Energizer bunny. Absolutely. He never seemed to stop. Yeah. They, they clearly didn't have an answer for, uh, for the pace of our wingers, both Jefferson and Plata. It, you could tell that speed was just killing them. Um, I, I literally saw Jefferson run circles around guys, which, which is what you want to see. Quite literally, you're right. Um, all right, awesome performance by him. I thought they shouldn't have taken Plata out when they did. What do you think? Yeah, it, it's um, – I, I want to say I quote-unquote get it. it. It's I think you got to rest the guy. I think it, he was also having a very uh, Energizer Bunny moment in that he kept running and, and his pace was extraordinary. I would have loved, loved to see him get a goal, and I know this was something you, you talked about earlier. Um I don't know if he's the guy I pull out first. Yeah. Agreed. He should have he needed a goal. And, and here's the thing. I, I I loved what he was doing out there. I loved his one on one plays with, with whoever was marking him. I don't think it was coming. I, I think we have to be fair that Plata wasn't gonna score tonight. Mm, I disagree. Just because of how we scored some of those. Speaking of uh, individual performances, looking at the Audi player index right now, mm-hmm. um, guess who scored highest? I'm going to go and say Jefferson Savarino. 1,395 points. Number two? I'm going to say Damir Krylock. Albert Ruschnak, 1,363. Damir was at 1,087. Guess what Zlatan was? I'm going to say like 900-something. 501. Wow. And, and yeah, he he had a quiet game. Let's let's be honest. If yeah. if, if you pay to watch Zlatan score goals and put him away and just be a force, uh, you did not get your money's worth tonight. Well, and I'm really really happy that you didn't because I don't want you at the right if you're there to watch the competition score. Absolutely. And there was a guy a couple of seats over from us that got a really bad reception when uh, he uh, screamed out for Galaxy when they first scored. Right. I uh, felt kind of bad for the guy. He was clearly a Mexican national team fan, and I was the one that yelled. Right, but he shouldn't be, you know, cheering thirty seconds of the game for the opposition. Thank Call you. Call me old-fashioned. All right, so obviously, uh, Damir. <clears throat> everyone's going to talk about Damir. I agree. Hope he's not the solution long term, but let's ride that horse while it can go. Rushniak, man, has a player ever shut me up? Yeah, I was complaining about him just a couple of weeks ago that he needs to step up because this is when I go and get stuff. Last few games, no, it, it's. Honestly, uh, the hardest goal tonight for us was the equalizer. Let's be honest. If 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 we are going to be a hundred percent blunt with ourselves as a, as an organization, as a as a team, as a fan base, as, as a supporters group, uh, the one one scoreline was the hardest part of tonight. And, and Rushnak put the team on his shoulder, and and you know who else but him at this point. Uh, 
to, to get us that equalizer. And, and absolutely. I was right there with you. I think he kind of faded into some obscurity. He scores the big goals and, and he makes the big plays. And then the team carries of late the second half. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's, you have to qualify it with, with a timestamp. Uh, but, but, you know, you look at the Houston game, you look at the Colorado game, you look at tonight, it, it's the guy is he's scoring him them when you need them to be scored. And then, Luckily, we have a attacking core that isn't reliant on just Rushnak being able to put them away. Rushnak ties it up. The rest of the team carries it through the second half. Here's another guy that impressed me. Two others, <clears throat> but I'll mention one first. The Lion. Kyle Beckerman had a fantastic game. Absolutely. Had a very good game. Showed himself as the true Lion. Said, hey, kitty cat from Sweden. You know, coming up in my riot and Ikea-ing your way into my... Let's just insult an entire country while we're at it. Why not? <laughs> so Kyle had a really good game. But here's he my number one surprise. Because, look, I, I expected Rushnev to do well because mm-hmm. we have he has to do well for us to do well. Damir obviously surprised me. Hefferson can no longer surprise me because the guy's through the roof. I thought Plata did really well. But the one guy that... Is always total hit or total miss that I loved tonight. Is Sonny. Sonny did some dirty work tonight. And 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 that often gets him in trouble with our fan base. RSL Nation, I no way am I trying to offend you right now. Uh but you have no idea what you're talking about 90% of the time. Let's just be honest. Well, let's just say we have no idea what we're talking about 90% of the time. Um, Sonny is is typically in a position where we ask him to break up the opponent's action going forward. That very frequently involves fouling guys. And he does it perfectly. He fouls uh, a lot. He, yes. Absolutely. He, he earns the yellows he gets. And that sometimes gets him in trouble with with. A, the refs, but also our fan base. Um, I think he was absolutely perfect tonight. Uh, he he struck me as, as a, a, you know, to reference the good old days, a, a net grab of oil, Will Johnson, do the dirty work, complete your passes, break up enemy attacks, and, and just a, a quiet hero. Um, if... If he hadn't been as effective as he was in midfield tonight, I think the Galaxy put a few more away. So he was everywhere. From, absolutely. From the very beginning, he was everywhere. From defense to offense, he he was absolutely only the midfield. Hey, if we, if we can have that kind of Demir Krylak up front for the rest of the year, I'm talking about the rest of the year because I agree we might need an actual proper number nine up front. Having said that, remember, Luis Silva is also not a proper number nine. We converted him. And he right. seems to have been working out pretty well until he started getting injured. But if we can have a Demir who can properly play up front, that means we can keep playing Sonny along with Kyle in the middle, the defensive middle, right. which is a huge I, I Yeah, I, ab- I absolutely love love the midfield tonight. I, I think nothing was getting past uh, Sonny and, and Beckerman. I mean, just just they were patrolling that, that back line perfectly. Um it's in the first half of the year. I, I think if I had to identify a, a very easy way to score against Real Salt Lake, it was run down the middle. Um, that has very quickly changed. It's, it's, you know, our, our, our spine has gotten much stronger. 
Um, and we kept playing. We kept blaming the defense. Maybe it wasn't the defense. Maybe it was the defensive midfield. No, it was absolutely the midfield, in my opinion. Um, it's it, we we were defensively weak down the middle, down our spine. I, I think Beckerman and, and Krylock did not know how to play together. Um, I love having Sonny and, and Beckerman out there uh, together. I think they absolutely dominate tonight. Um, a perfect one-two punch to 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 use some boxing terminology here. And then uh, I love I love the mirror the midfield. I really do. But if he keeps having hat tricks, you know, and, and we have no other number nines on the bench, then by all means, you know, keep keep earning your paper. And look, man, I don't mind the lineup at all. Um, long story short, it worked out well. Two more things. This last thing we'll talk about are the current standings and how we cannot rest on our laurels because when you look at the standings, we're nowhere near safe. But let's get to the man of the match. Mallard of the match. The Duck. There's a Twitter account. He's a goddamn hero. Already is. It's all over the MLS pages. People are talking about it. Section 35 had a quack quack chant. Absolutely. I hope the rest of the stadium heard it. What a welcome relief. <laughs> the um, game was starting to get a little stale. Sure, we had a little momentum. But, man, I, um, I think I missed a good five minutes of the match. Because I was looking at the duck, and for a good two or three minutes, they kept playing I, while the I, duck was on the yeah, field. Yeah, absolutely, as, as one should. Um, I think uh, he had a fantastic uh, MLS debut. I, I checked out his heat map. I'm assuming the duck was a boy. Um, I checked out his heat map. Uh, fan, fantastic along along that that wing, a little further out than I think Petke likes to typically play. Um, Especially when he was actively outside of the play area, yeah, a, a little unorthodox as, as far as attacking styles go. Those moves, oh, well, ab- catch a- uh, I want to see him pair off with Plata because I think the 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 give and go there could be a game changer. I, I'm going to say uh, we managed to get that duck back, make him our new nine. We're making the finals. We can put uh, we can put um, Krylock back in his natural position. Krylock back at, back back in uh, mid- midfield. Uh, sign the duck and and just watch the plot on the duck do a classic give and go. Got hops too. I'm not sure if oh, you saw him oh, jump oh, over a- that absolutely. board. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, man, the the duck was awesome. Honestly, been watching footy for nearly three decades. Never have seen that before. That was one of the most awesome things I've seen. That's not quite the snow game, but that's one of those things we'll talk about for quite a long time. Here's the thing. It is not very often that uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic comes to play soccer where he is not the most talked about subject afterwards. Is that? And that Doug managed to do that. And for, and for that, I say we give him a round of Absolutely. Applause. Absolutely. We want our duck back. Okay. We want our duck we back. We should do We're going to make a thing about this. The duck's the new hero, says this observer. All right, so next game is uh, we got a bye week next week because of the international break. Some of our competitors are going to fill that time with some matches. Uh, nothing uh, n- nothing really crazy. I think they should all win. We won't get into those details. That can be a later podcast. But the uh, we're currently at, at fourth in mm-hmm. the West with 44 points, 28 matches played. Um, Dallas is at number one at 49. LAFC is 46. Sporting KC is a 45. Uh, Dallas is 27. LAFC is 27. Sporting has 26 games, so two less than us. Right behind us, we have Seattle and Portland, 
both at 41 points and both at 26 victories so far. Games so, played. Excuse me, games played. So that means there are two games less played than us with three games uh, of three two points. games in hand. Three points less than us with two games in hand. Right. We're playing Seattle once, I believe, and we're playing Portland twice. Right. Now, right after that drops off with to Vancouver in seventh, which is where that line is. Um, they're at 40 right now with 27. And LA Galaxy is now six points behind us thanks to the win tonight. The same number of games played. So I don't want to – it's not over till the fat lady sings, but um, I'm almost starting to write LA Galaxy off because if you're looking that far below us, we have no – we have no right to look into the playoffs. So here's, here's my question. Not even a question. Here's my statement. Um, this is not over. Um, usually – that magical number is 50 points. If you get 50 points, you're in the playoffs. It's been true for every year, I believe, except for one. And that one year was like 51 points. We can go back and take a look at these numbers. But I know we ran, we wrote something on this last year. So I think every year but one, 50 points gets you in the playoffs in the West. This might be one of those years where 50 doesn't. Because we're almost at 50. Yeah, it, it's... Um... I think historically the West has been the more dominant uh, conference and hence that 50 point line being, being the amount you needed where you had some very like bottom tier teams that were just garbage that were guaranteed points. Um, I think that's changed. I think there is no such thing as guaranteed points anymore. I think you are absolutely right. I think 50 doesn't do it. I, I think, uh, it, it, it's got to be 53 or 56 at this point. Um, we apps at this point, the top, I want to say seven or eight teams are all really, really, really tight. And it becomes a matter of who, who fails first. Yeah. Um, the only thing that can happen is we become our own worst enemy and, and give up points unnecessarily, especially on road trips. Hopefully those days are behind us from what I can tell ourselves coming into form. Um, and, and at this point, maybe asking for how far up can we go instead of how far down can we fall isn't necessarily totally unreasonable. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I mean, we do have to worry about a streaking Seattle, what, the hottest streak in the league history? They are sitting on something like seven wins in a row now. It is getting ridiculous. Dallas has been good for years. LAFC, my God. Okay, so I, I said this after the game we first played them because we had that little podcast with them. Mm-hmm. And they had just beaten Seattle before then, but then everyone was beating Seattle, right. right? And then they just killed us. And I said, they're making the playoffs. Looks like they're making the playoffs. Um, I'm really, I'm encouraged with the fact that a lot of our opponents are playing each other, not just the ones above us, but around us. And we're playing Portland twice. The very last game of the season, October 21st. Right. In Portland. Last game for us. Right. There is decision day, which we will not be a part of. Right. So 21st of October, which is a Sunday, I think we figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling we might go into that game day literally having two, maybe more Western Conference spots on the way. Uh, I mean, on the line, meaning we could finish second, fourth, fifth, all based on the result of that 
day. Right. And and um, that's how tight it's going to be. When they released the schedule initially, I didn't I didn't take too much note of it. But but it's also worth noting. And I think now that the season's kind of winding down, I'm recognizing how big of a deal this is. There will be an an entire set of games after our final game that we will not be a part of. Yeah. We need to be locked into the playoffs before decision day. Um and I think I think you're absolutely right about that. Uh, not just that Portland game, but both Portland games being unbelievably important for us. Yes, uh, because those six points, or three points, or four points, or zero points, even depending on how how it goes, uh, could make or break a any kind of playoff position. But then also b realistically, whether or not we're hosting or going away. And there's some big matches that last decision day. I mean, Portland's playing Dallas. You know, um, well, that's really the biggest one that I can see. Uh, Sounders are playing Colorado. I don't see them losing. I can see, uh, LA is playing Chicago. LA, LAFC that is, is playing Chicago. The biggest one is probably Portland and Dallas on that last day. I think we're going to be locked in. I just think there's so much happening, and I think it's in our hands because there's a good chance that Portland and Dallas will be ahead of us at that point, and they might be playing each other the week after. So right. we might be we might be locked in already. Anyways, we're gonna be at that game. We will. Yes, we will. So RSL Nation, let's start planning and talking. Let's get the entire twelve seats that Portland allots to us uh, at that stadium and fill it. Any last closing words regarding the LA Galaxy no. match? A great, great three points, uh, solid six goals. Um, did what we had to do, and and on to the next one, as they say. And don't let us bring you down. Just enjoy the six-two whooping of FC Hollywood with their big old bad need star that came over. It's a show. P.S. Let's also collectively thank the likes of LA Galaxy for bringing over these big stars so they can show them off to us. We can go to the game and enjoy a show. All our boys do the actual work and win the points. Good night, good day, good morning, depending on when you're listening to this RSL Nation. We'll talk again soon.